and welcome to More Like Guidelines, an actual play game design podcast. I am your host, Jessica Crimes, she, her. And I have still not let any of our regular cast back into DHBHQ. They know what they did. Instead, we are going to be wrapping up our game of Phase Anatomy. So, once again, I am joined by Caleb. Hi, thanks for having me again. I am joined by Ross. Hello. And I am joined by Baz. Dr. Broccoli. Dr. Broccoli. <laughs> and uh, just to uh, run over it quickly, Ross's pronouns are he, him, Caleb's are he, him, and Baz's are they, them, correct? Mm-hmm. Perfect. So, would anyone like to give us a quick recap of where we left off in the medical mystery of poor little Wendy Zephyr? Uh, yeah, so last time uh, on our game of Phase Anatomy, uh, all of our heroes, Dr. Flex, Dr. Danger, and Dr. Broccoli, uh, had expended their expertise mm-hmm. uh, trying to diagnose the young girl detective's uh, malady. Um, and now they can either spend specializations to work through the pain, so to speak, or uh, do some medical drama and have a bit of an outburst in order to regain expertise for whomever participates in the scene. So, Our doctors were, well, I am playing Dr. Metallic Flex, time surgeon, who I have decided wears a white lab coat, but is covered in a very, like, oily... Uh, leather bandolier leaving dark stains all over the pristine white lab coat. Bandolier full of things like stopwatches and loose clock hands and gears. <laughs> nice. Uh, let's see. Um, Ross, would you like to tell us about your doctor? Uh, yes, Dr. Archibald Danger uh, looks more like a, a fantasy uh, adventurer. Uh, you know, dressed in uh, uh, leather armor, uh, also with a bandolier, but filled with potions um, and, you know, all, so many, a belt with so many pouches. It's like a Rob Liefeld character and uh, uh, is uh, constantly looking on the signs for uh, mystical danger. Uh, Sounds like the see. halls of this hospital are very loud with all the <laughs> sloshing and <laughs> clinking gears, yeah. Uh, and... And Baz, would you like to tell us about the infamous, the enigmatic, the mysterious, the handsome Dr. Broccoli? Dr. Brock Broccoli is a seven-foot-tall sentient stock of broccoli wearing a doctor's coat. Um, And no one can stop them. Nope, and half the time, they're not even sure that they're actually alive. It may just... Dr. Broccoli tends to go back and forth between being sentient and just being broccoli. Someone has to come and miss him every once in a while to get him to come back. Mood. Some sometimes the only wise choice is to be broccoli. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I I I live by that mantra in real life. Sometimes it's just good to be broccoli. Today I shall broccoli. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Broccoli is also on a mission from God to <laughs> tell a joke to Nurse Floating Black Sphinx, his crush. Yeah. How most stand-up careers start, in my experience <laughs> at least. So we had just learned that um, Wendy Zephyr, we managed to perform the first stage of diagnosis, is that fair to say, and work out the overall category of the mm-hmm. supernatural side of the affliction, which was monstrous. Mm-hmm. 
Um, mm-hmm. Am I correct in saying that we will also need to define a natural category? We need to do the category family and disease for both sides, super and natural? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, so uh, the final thing will be a syndrome. That's the combination of the two words for the disease. Um, so, for instance, it could be uh, transubstantiative trachea, in which case that's what you need to cure. Yeah, You'll eventually whittle it down to two disease names. Uh, so Dr. Danger and Dr. Broccoli both sidle up to the table at the same time. Um, what do you what do you gents do? Um, so I, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 there's <laughs> that's so fascinating. Uh, that ties into my, uh, latest research. I've actually, uh, developed a, uh, well, it's a, it's a bird, uh, uh, you know, you can't put up warning signs to, to ward off birds because they're in the air, they're in the sky, but I have put up, I have figured out a, a, a potion that when you, uh, uh, imbibe it or simply meditate upon it. It'll create a, a psychic uh, zone in the airspace above you that birds will intuitively avoid. So you don't have to deal with uh, those those birds flying overhead. Um, That's a terrible idea, Dr. Danger. Uh, uh, so, so, Dr. Uh, Broccoli, uh, the tone of, doc, of Nurse Black's Quartz Sphinx's uh, hovering has not changed. It it is a steady wub 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 wub. But you know what you need to do, Doctor Broccoli. Doctor Danger, that's worse than that time you went around the floor trying to convince us what your middle name was. Uh, but I have quite the humor, uh, Doctor or Nurse Sphinx. What is what better than a talking dog? Wub, 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 wub. A spelling bee. Whoa, whoa, whoa. In the distance, <laughs> somewhere several corridors down, you can hear uh, Dr. Flex just go, ah, Good one! <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Dr. Flex. That one was for you. Uh, now, uh, Doctor, now, Nurse Sphinx, how about you and me uh, meet up after uh, work today, get some drinks, and maybe make some soup? Uh, Nurse Sphinx actually sidles over towards and hovers around Doctor Danger. Yes, we can uh, test out my the humming, uh... the humming increases in frequency. Yes, we could try out my new potion. I know you eight have birds flying overhead, so uh, I think this would be a yeah, it would be good to to field test. Uh, say it's seven. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yes. So uh, Nurse Sphinx and uh, Doctor Danger are walking away, leaving you dejected, Doctor Broccoli. Uh, dejected, Broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's much screaming though, as the roof of the cafeteria rips open, as uh, the Jolly Green Giant God uh, comes bursting through the floor, appeased. Um, you have done well. Fifty percent is not bad. <laughs> is that the motto of the hospital? Uh, <laughs> he then opens a vein on his big, like green hand, and starts pouring like just gallons of chlorophyll all over you. 
Bathe me in your juices, Lord. <laughs> it is a clue to your quest. I suffer for the child due to your sacrifice. Uh, and then again, he uh, just turns into leaves and uh, goes away. Yeah, just just fall like a fall autumn wind just goes into the wind and you're covered in chlorophyll and the wreckage of the cafeteria. Yeah. One sad janitor begins sweeping up ceiling tiles. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, so you have gotten a clue as to the next uh, part of the diagnosis, Dr. Broccoli, through the mm -hmm. vision of your uh, god, Jolly Garing Giant. So, And that doesn't lead me to know whether or not that was super or natural, right? I just It does know. not. No. Okay. Well, then I have an idea for a di for a diagnosing. Well, uh, since you all three participated in the scene, and I, I will take uh, Dr. Flex's good-hearted uh, sympathy laugh as a participation, mm -hmm. uh, you all regain your expertise. So, Excellent. But the next scene will decrease the patient's condition from good to fair. Dun-dun-dun. Um, you only you know that because you are a time surgeon. Yeah. Of course, of course. Well, a root uh, sent up one of your time capsules in the <laughs> green giant god explosion. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. It's actually rather convenient. You, yeah. yeah, saves me the digging. <laughs> uh, all right, you all have your expertise back, uh, so you can, and then you can spend specializations. What do you want to do? I would like to attempt to diagnose going based on what I've learned from my god. <clears throat> uh, all right. That's still going to be spend an expertise. Okay, I shall spend an expertise. Okay. Uh, Detective Zephyr. You, you still hey. with us? Hey, what can I do for you, kid? Um, okay, thank you. Uh... So, I look over, I look to Dr. Danger. Are you there with me? I don't know. Sure, I can. Dr. Time, time Flex. Metallic Flex. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> well, you see, with a god, he rained down upon me his uh, blessings. I think he was trying to say something with that. And um, I believe perhaps soon our... Um, patient is going to be begin bleeding from their extremities. That checks chart isn't good. No, that would be most detrimental to the patient's well-being. I oh, don't worry about that, Doc. I thought it happened when I was taking notes for my case. But it uh it just stopped around the time that cafeteria explosion happened, so it must have been red ink or something. Um, right, of course. If I didn't see the smears, I wouldn't have felt it at all. It was just, you know, I was, I guess I was just so involved, you know, hunting down these punks who think they can get away, harming the good people of this city. Somebody pops out of a boom closet playing like a, like a noiry saxophone. <laughs> Where did that come from? Oh, that must oh, have been... He follows me around. It's how he pays me. That must have been from Dr. Lord Parthenax's big band <laughs> team that was here for the last episode. Oh, yes. Um, 
All right. Well, the orderly is our way at lunch, so I need you two to strap this young uh, patient to the prayer wheel and see how he reacts when we give him a good spin. <laughs> oh, so we're testing prayer wheel version. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what the hell a prayer wheel is, but I like the idea of strapping a patient to it and spinning them on it and see how they react. <laughs> adverse? Are you yeah. adverse to it, or do you enjoy it? See well, you have to spill. That's, that's how it works now. Um, somebody's got to spend an expertise for that to test for it. Uh, okay, so I would that be what I did spent on? Yeah, uh, you or... spent a diagnose, but uh, okay. I gave you another symptom in there. Okay, Ooh. you are okay. correct. Bleeding from extremities, but I gave you another symptom in my role playing. So mm. uh, bleeding from extremities was gotten from your god. Uh, you don't know which one it is, but you know it's bleeding from extremities. Yeah. Hmm. What did what did uh, Detective Zephyr said about the 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 background music or the the, the sax playing? Something. What was what was her problem with the doing cases because of that? Uh, the problem wasn't with the uh, saxophone player. That guy. That's how he pays her for doing casework. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a trade. Uh, she said she was uh, smearing red ink uh, from her hand as she was taking notes on a case. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but then it just stopped, so it must have been the pen bursting. Uh, Dr. Broccoli knows that's probably when God took her symptoms Christ-like onto himself uh, before he headed to open mic night. Uh, okay. And then uh, uh, she said that she didn't even notice uh, while she was writing, she must have been so into the case. She didn't even notice uh, the wetness. Yeah. Okay. Um, that might be numbness. But you can test for prayer wheel aversion if someone spins an expertise. You all refreshed it. So. Yeah. So we could also test for numbness because if uh, Zephyr didn't feel the bleeding, that oh. would explain that. So, um, yeah. I will, in fact, test for. Uh, well, we'll, we'll uh, I'll, I'll test for numbness then, um, which is under the natural category uh, of nervous. So that's neurosonography, uh, which is. Uh, do you spend your expertise to test prayer wheel aversion? <laughs> that seems like it's probably going to be for the best if we test both. Okay, so you're going to do both at the same time. So get the neurosonographer in there. How do they sort of get at Wendy as she goes wildly around a prayer wheel? <laughs> um, well, they get a medical grade um, <laughs> adhesive cyberjack uh, to see how many gigabytes you can uh, put into her brain like a courier. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, then you connect it to the... Uh, cybernetic dolphin uh in that we keep in the in the medical supply room uh, and that's neurosonography it's uh, like neuromancy but you of know. course yeah, yeah that's definitely how that works uh, and then the so... dolphin will be able to tell us uh, <laughs> happy squeaks uh... or sad squeaks sad squeaks <laughs> if it's positive uh, so you yeah. will test neurosonography dr danger and then dr flex you will test uh prayer wheel aversion sounds mm-hmm. like a plan to me yeah, and you can both do that on your apps now. All right. Uh, um, does it make a difference then? No, I test it under super. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, Test mine. Succeeded. Yep, so does mine. Um, All right, so happy squeaks from the dolphin. Um, sad squeaks. It's positive. And oh, sad squeaks for positive. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm an intern. The, doll- the dolphin's then... sad that you know it's bad. You know. Um, uh, and it turns out being spun on a giant prayer wheel, uh, Wendy's effort is averse to it. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the healthy reaction is to go wee because it's super fun, uh, but something <laughs> is wrong. Um, so uh, the patient's condition has dropped to fair, and uh, Dr. Flex, as a time surgeon, you know, uh, in one more turn, it'll get serious. Okay. But you've all spent your expertise. You now know that in the monstrous uh, category, this disease is in the Sukuna Bigatonian family. Uh, whereas uh, the natural condition is somewhere in the nervous system. Okay. okay. Uh, all right. So we need to do... Uh, so Dr. Broccoli spent uh, their... Yeah, everyone's out of expertise. Yeah. No one used a specialization yet. Okay, well, I can do a drama scene. Um, uh, private Sector Siren. Um, Ooh. The, um, the, the, the dungeon master has come and is trying to recruit me to a, to a dungeon to be the, the, the dungeon alchemist. Um, and... Uh, All right. What's yeah, the I'm, what's the name of this private dungeon landlord that I have uh, to role play? Let's see here. Vogel. Uh, Vogel. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. Uh, if anyone else wants to jump in on the scene, that's fine too. Um, going by the description, it sounds like one of us should be essentially calling you out for it, and I am. Well, with Dr. Danger being Dr. Flex's rival, I am more than happily for Flex to, <laughs> let's say, interject. Sure. Uh, yeah, are you spying outside of Dr. Danger's office? Like, getting gossip? Vogel's in there? sat on a bench in the corridor just outside, staring at a clock which I've cut eye holes through to spy on people. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, yeah, Vogel's in there. Uh, danger, baby, Bubla. I got coils with trenches and no traps. I've got trolls that are lethargic and not full of the vim and vigor needed to kill adventurers. I need to give them a little juice, you see. This is big money for both of us. Big money, danger. I got jewels for days, or at least I would if these damn kids would stop stealing it. Look, um, you, you know my situation here. I can't. At the end of the quarter, I get my contracts up, and then then I can I can. If you 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 just why haven't you given me a firm offer, something I can take to the hospital? Like I can't. You you, you promise us stuff, but talk is cheap, Vogel. You know, uh, you know how it is. Just give me give me give me something on paper, um, and get till the end of the quarter. That's all I'm saying. Because I mean, I I think I've I mean I'm going out. Nurse Sphinx, we're going. We're going now tonight. I can't. I can't just. I mean, work is work, but I mean, this is. Have you have you have you seen uh, Nurse Sphinx, baby? Boobala, you could have a Sphinx every night if you're with me. 
Yeah, take this. He he gives you a uh, enormous, just cartoonishly large diamond uh, with a bunch of swirling, screaming skulls inside of it. Uh, that's just one cursed diamond for you. That's just the tip of the iceberg. You get 10% of any treasure we store in that death trap. I just need you. You're the best in the game. You get back to me. You want to, hey, if you're, if you change your mind, you just shriek at those ghosts trapped in the diamond and they will get back to me. You got it? Oh man, this is a really good cursed diamond. They're really suffering in there. Oh God, it's, they, they come by the dozens to die for that thing. It's going to, you, so many acids you could use. Anyway. Sorry, Uh, did someone say suffering? Wait, what the hell is this, Dr. Dangan? Uh, it's... My God, a trapped clock? That's genius! This is why you have to work for me, Danger. Anyway, uh, come with me. Scream into the diamond. He he heads out, and he has a beeper for some reason. Yeah, Doctor Flex, uh, you're you're spying on me. What? I'm spying on you. I'm concerned about you. What is this? Already so bested by me and my glorious chronological machinations that you're running away? I thought better of you. I it. Yeah, if this is a serious breach of ethics, you can't just spy on people's private conversations. You're holding a diamond, screaming <laughs> with the throes of the damned, and you're talking to me about violations of ethics. Look, there's a there's a volume control us? here. I'll I'll turn the screaming down. There, there, it's muted. All right. Um, no. Look. Is this what you want to run away to somewhere soft and safe, where the trolls only rarely eat people? We challenge each other, Danga. We push each other. Does that mean nothing to you? Well, I mean, there have been some good times, yeah, but, like, I feel like a lot of times you and Dr. Broccoli are just teaming up on me. Like, I feel like I'm the, the odd doctor out here. Is, am I, am I, is that not the truth? Wordlessly and threateningly, Dr. Flex pulls out a stopwatch and just turns one of the dials on it while making unbreaking eye contact and then tucks it back away. I trust you'll make the right decision. You see, this is what's bad for morale when you when you make statements like that. That's that's really uh... <laughs> I, I, I've moved progression forward. Uh, and the scene is interrupted as uh, a, an alarm goes off in the hallway. Code blue. Code blue. Noir detective suite. Code blue. Oh, no. uh, yeah, your, your beeper is going off. My God. Flatline. Get oh, yeah. the credit cart. Quickly. There's no time for this. Ah. There's always <laughs> time when Flex is on the scene. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so... Wendy Zephyr's condition is deceased. She needs to be revived, or this is going to be very bad. Can I immediately uh, use the expertise I just gained yeah. to... Um, <laughs> how, does, how does a time uh, surgeon revive a patient? Uh, what Dr. Flex does is not strictly in line with best practices or ethics or personal longevity. <laughs> okay. Um, but damn it, I'm not losing another one. <laughs> Um, Dr. Flex takes out a very, very small, like, egg timer-style hourglass and uh, just pops it in the mouth and swallows it whole to 
try and get to the patient 30 seconds ago in time to start the care treatment <laughs> in time. Uh, yeah, so... Um... Uh, so all of you doctors and nurses are very confused as, uh, for some reason they're grabbing the crash cart, but everything's fine. And, and no one's really sure why, uh, the patient's condition has decreased down to serious. Uh, but, uh, Wendy Zephyr is alive. Uh, so, uh, actually she is, she is, uh, yeah, she's at serious. So, um, Flex will stagger out of the room, missing patches of hair. Burnt, smelling of ozone. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, oh, actually, how do I then now? No, I will now know how long is left on the progression limit now that it's got even worse. Uh, there will be three turns before the condition gets worse. Okay, can I? I well, I could just double stack this. Um, I have my primary care physician improved condition by one. Uh, so I could just pop that on because I can't revive the dead with it, but since. Yeah, so what's that look like? Um, Oh, here, have some health potions. Uh, I know they, 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 they just, I know they taste bad, but just here. They're, they're good Uh, for you. I prefer scotch after a long day. Scotch is the work in the case. You Uh, are nine! Yeah, they're, (laughs) they're, they're the opposite of a health potion, really. It's kind of feeling numb, which is. The way it's good to feel in a city this dark, but kind of yeah. felt like I died there for a second. There's Anybody emotionally else? numb, and then there's physically numb, and like Anybody else yeah. feel that? Is it just me? No, nothing this getting happened. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Yeah, nothing <laughs> happened. Nothing happened. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> All right. So yeah, they go by another one. Uh, yes. So it is still three turns before condition decreases, but now the condition is back up to fair. So. Okay. Cool. Uh, in that case, use that specialization. So, mm-hmm. in that case, I will diagnose uh, since I'm already there, and uh, see if we can get a new symptom out of him, out of uh, uh, Wendy. Uh, okay. What what questions are you gonna ask? Um. So, Detective uh, Zephyr, can you um tell me what you were doing um when you realized uh, things weren't going well like what 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 happened up until that point i don't know things were going fine but so I woke up one morning from my bunk bed and the hangover just from the night before i just wasn't going away i was getting older not quite the lone wolf stalking its prey through the concrete jungle that I once was. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. The light of the sun. Oh, enough to make your brain split apart. There's too many secrets in there. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So, you say the sunlight was really painful to look at? Oh, it's always is. I prefer to work at night. Get out of here. You're bothering me. Your voice ringing in my head. The ghosts of people have failed to save from the dark corruption running through this black hell of a city. Uh, Also, uh, Dr. Flex, you get called into a Wendy Zephyr's room as you pass with the nurse alert button, you know. Can I be of assistance? Doc, 
You gotta promise me something. Um, I'll hear you out first. If I die, you gotta find them. The ones that took Mr. Ribbit. Ooh, an oath of vengeance. I'm not ready to go. They took him from the sandbox all those years ago. Put me on this path I am today. Solving mysteries. Revealing the city's filthy secrets. So you're and saying that... With an yellow belly. He's got blue button eyes. When you squeeze him, he makes a ribbit sound if they put batteries in him. They probably didn't, though. The sick bastards. Uh, you got a problem, sweet doc. Let me get one thing straight, Wendy. <laughs> you're telling me that if you die here, if I fail to do my job and, gods forbid, something happens to you, I'm going to have to swear myself to a cause of gritty noir ven- Essentially, I get my own spin-off. I owe it to him, Doc. Don't he was my partner. You. you don't leave a partner behind. Don't uh, find with a good time. But uh, so she, she, she faints into her bed. Uh, so that was patient drama, The Promise. Uh, so if you make The Promise, that is medically unprofessional. Uh, and it will make you lose one of your specializations. But uh, you will gain the ability to cure the patient for free, even if you don't have expertise. Because you're just so damn dedicated to the cause. Uh, um, so what's your choice, Dr. Flex? Dr. Flex obviously is determined to save the patient and obviously isn't strictly bound by, you know, ethical codes. <laughs> the chance to have a gritty detective spin-off is also tempting. So absolutely Flex is in on this promise and will be surrendering <laughs> their um, surgeon domain then in that case, I imagine. Okay, yeah. I swear to you, Wendy, if you die, which I will, you know, try and prevent, I will <laughs> track down whoever it was you asked me to track down for the person or Mr. object Rabbit. or... Yeah, yeah, whatever, Mr. Rabbit. Um, uh, your, your, your bunny, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gritty. Gritty. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, an egregious breach of medical ethics, but... You're only a person. You ha you have feelings, damn it. Uh, all right. So, uh, what do you guys want to do next? I think we need uh, some medical drama, don't we? We do need some medical drama. Can um, I hit the random drama button? Yeah. If you don't like what you see, just hit it again. Oh, I like what I see. I got good doc, bad doc. <laughs> all right. Uh, you call the scene. I'll fill in if there's anything I need, but uh, you probably mm. want providers in there because they need expertise too. So. I would like either Dr. Danger or Dr. Broccoli to... It's not necessarily uh... well, I suppose it would fall on the disagree over some aspect of care, but potentially to have an argument about that promise. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. If anyone, if there are any takers. <laughs> yeah, somebody could have overheard you say that. Mm. Broccoli, you want to do it? No, you go ahead. <laughs> okay, sure. Ready. Spin off. <laughs> well, oh well, well. Look who's looking about leaving the hospital now. You know what? I don't like your tone. 
<laughs> I didn't like your tone earlier. When I consider an, uh, another offer, suddenly I'm uh, abandoning my my uh, uh, obligations. But when you uh, get an offer, it's oh well, it's a gritty spinoff. Oh, I have uh, this sounds fun. Like uh, the hypocrisy is just staggering. Really, I took a Hippocratic oath. Don't talk to me about hypocrisy. Well, I mean, it's it, that's what that means, right? Um. You know yes. what? I'm not really sure. Oh, oh, oh hey, uh, Doctor Brockley. Um, yeah, I mean, it just seems a little weird that Doctor Flex would be angry at me for considering an outside option, and then uh, uh, she's just, you know, just considering an outside option. What outside option is this, Doctor Brockley? This is the first you've heard of it. Ah, uh, what, what, what's going on here? Well, I still I... nothing. I, I I'll, I'll be on. I'll, uh, the truth uh, will set you free. I I've received an option, uh, an offer from a from a dungeon. Uh, I haven't signed anything yet, but I'm weighing my options. But uh, uh, Doctor Flex here may may go on a a, a noir quest of vengeance through the gritty underworld uh, to fulfill uh, uh, if our if our patient expires to fulfill their 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 vendetta. Oh yeah. God, Doctor uh, Broccoli! If he leaves, there's no one to challenge your love for Nurse Sphinx. Uh, allow me to adjudicate on this matter. Whereas, where I would love to see Doctor Danger leaves, that my so that my uh, advances towards Nurse Sphinx could go unhindered. I believe. Dr. Flex has made the right call, for what they are doing is still in the service to the patient. Whereas what you are doing, Dr. Danger, is merely for your own self-interest. There's a lot of people I could help in the dungeon. Not on on the table right now, though, are they? (laughs) Oh, only the one... Oh my god, what a shattering retort. Uh, all right, we'll have to end that scene there because it's a commercial break uh, for something. Anyway, uh, next up, you all have medical expertise back uh, from that stirring publicly hallway drama. Uh, all the nurses are chattering about it. So much drama. Um, so from the 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 last diagnosis, it sounded like... It could either be a headache, fatigue, or, or uh, lethargy. Um, but um, Dr. Broccoli was leaning more towards headache. I, I would also be interested in testing for lethargy as well. Yeah. Um, At least get I... Which test specifically? Yeah. The, the dipstick. Okay, you could spend an expertise and show me what that looks like. All right. Um, Zephyr. Please stand still. I have to. I'm going to test something. Um, this is known as a dipstick test. It's it's very routine and safe. I've done millions of these. Is that okay? I can't feel anything anymore. It's Mr. Rivet's gone. Can't feel okay. Uh, I uh, at which point Doctor Broccoli produces a uh, a dipstick, or in this case, a carrot. All right. Um, I'm going to be placing this in your nostril. How do you produce it? I thought you didn't have arms. It grows out of one of his florets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So, uh, yeah, you administer the test. Uh, you can... uh, flex, if you will. Um, could you please grab the carrot? I've uh, the dipstick. My bad. The dipstick <laughs> I have produced. Just very, the very around. gingerly flex, like <laughs> reaches over and it's part of your body. It feels kind of weird. It feels like, it feels very personal with two hesitant it's, fingers plucks it. Yes, and then uh, will you place it into the nostril of Zephyr? Here comes the aeroplane. All the way. All the way. All the way. Well, All there's, the way. Still, there's still a good like three inches to go here. Yeah, you really gotta, oh. really gotta. Oh, I've got a little behind it. I've got a r- rubber mallet. Yeah, do uh, hold still. The the um the leaves are where you know where to stop. Oh yeah, we're going all the way. Uh, I do hope you don't have anything rattling around in that head of yours. Here we go. Well, certainly a carrot at this now. <laughs> all right, uh, roll for it. Uh, not roll for it, but put it on your sheet. Yeah. You're testing the dipstick. Uh, uh, which of us is actually running the test mechanically? Uh, I think that would be Dr. Broccoli. Yes, I was. So I test for super. Uh, yeah, you test super and uh, for lethargy with dipstick. Yeah. Success. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, Jubokoki. Uh, so uh, actually. The carrot is consumed entirely. I knew it. Yes. Jubokoki. Uh, yeah, the dreaded Jubokoki. Uh, so, uh, that is a positive test uh, on the super side there. Uh, excellent work, Dr. Broccoli. Um, yeah, uh, that would be your expertise, and uh, I believe we have two left, so. Mm-hmm. Could uh, I treat the patient to delay progression? Uh, you could if you uh, wanted to spin that. I have nice. a question that mm-hmm. will, that goes into that as well. If I were to apply my anesthesiologist ability, could it augment or help Jess's... What's that say again? Uh, every treat action adds three to the progression limit instead of two. Uh, yeah. So I can actually... Uh, help your um, treatment. Unless you'd rather take the lead on it. No, I don't have... I'm burned out. I oh, of course. Okay, uh, in that case... So if you treat, I can make it add an additional uh, progression One. limit. That's like a passive bonus. It's not... It just, yeah. yeah. Well, okay. I'll let you do it if you spend it. That's what I mean. If I spend my ability <laughs> on... Spend Jess, it. Yeah, on I'll this. let you help Jess, uh, Jess's uh, treat then. Okay. So how are you treating a Wendy's effort then? Um, uh, I'm going to come in and a little bit after the carrot drama and just sit on a chair. I've asked um, asked another doctor to attend with me just for, you know, propriety's sake. And I'm going to say, Wendy, I have a concern that time is of the essence in the case of this treatment. I'm trusting that you are understanding me. Yeah, Doc, I hear you. We need to find a way for you to buy some time. Do you have twenty dollars? Um. Uh, yeah. Uh, she goes underneath the bed. There's a safe there. Uh, there's like a gun in it and some files. 
And then uh, just a stack of cash. It's like, yeah, it's my go back. Like I say, um, as far as I can tell in my eminent expertise, the best way to buy some time right now would be for you to buy some time. And what do you know? Open the lab coat. Watches all down the inside. Is it shady? <laughs> Little bit. Is it happening? Yes, it is anyway. <laughs> Take your pick. All right. Uh, so, uh, Wendy literally buys time off of you. Excellent. Well done. Um, yeah, so she decreased down to Sirius again uh, from the uh, previous scene, but with adding that much to the treatment and the special alchemical help on the clocks, uh, it will be five scenes before her condition decreases again. Uh, she bought a lot of time, so good job. Yeah, Dr. Flex. Now, and Dr. Uh, yeah, Broccoli. Good Zephyr. choice. Leather strap, sturdy piece, Swiss construction. <laughs> now, Zephyr, after that purchase, it'd be best not to waste it. Get, get it. Uh, time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just a broccoli. I'm not good at jokes. Have you been talking to that god again? <laughs> good one! Yeah. <laughs> that one was for you. <laughs> I, I kind of wiggle a floret towards the sky. Somewhere a B-plot was just resolved. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I am putting the DSMMM666 uh, entry for Jubokoki in uh, the chat there, so you could read what it would say in the book when you looked it up. Okay. Uh, or you could just make up what it says, which is also allowed. Uh, so I believe uh, the only person with expertise left is Dr. Danger, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we need to figure out the natural side of it. Um, so back back to diagnosing. We need more information. Um, so um, yes, you felt you felt tired, um, lethargic even. But um, was there was there anything else? Uh, anything unusual uh, about uh, even maybe even before then, like in the last few days before you came? Oh, no, I was. Chasing these punks across a rooftop, part of a parkour drug smuggling gang. Uh, I didn't fear death then, but now I just feel like I'm plummeting. Can't get up. The city finally beat me. Just yeah, the fear of falling. It's constant. Uh, I thought I could. I thought I was tougher than it, but it broke me. I'm sorry, Mister Ribbit. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, 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 so yeah, uh, she is cowered on her bed, uh, away from the edges of it, uh, clutching a tear-stained photo of a stuffed frog in a uh, khaki trench coat and fedora. Yeah, huh. that that kind of vertigo description could be a delirium. Um, that's the only thing that really. Vertigo's here on the natural one after headache. Could we? So, well, that's a headache. That, be... that would be in disease, right? Like, okay. Uh, so yeah. they won't present with the disease symptoms until they've presented with the family symptoms, kind of. Unless that... they already have. That's what I was thinking. It could be a headache uh... and then vertigo. Okay. 
But yeah. for that, we'd need to either do Romberg, jump to Romberg's test or just do the CT scan. Oh my God, I am so into this game. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like your, yeah, yeah. Maybe we didn't miss the the, the, the headache. Um, maybe. Uh, the there was definitely a headache mentioned. We were talking about running yeah. a, TC, a CT scan. Mm-hmm. Okay. So why don't, well, we need all our expertise back. So we need to do another drama uh, and then we can test for, do Romberg's test. Um, so... Mm-hmm. In that case, how about we take a quick five-minute break, and then we can jump back in. Sure. So you guys were discussing the strategy about headache and vertigo. Um, But before we do any of that, we need to uh, do more drama to recharge um, ourselves. Uh, You know, we could do a people get in the way, because that's all of us. Um, That could be... Um, like a rush at the ER, like there's some sort of wacky accident, and we all have to jump yeah, so in. read that prompt for the listeners. Just so. uh, a group of providers must deal with a problematic aspect of hospital life that has little to do with medicine: a stingy insurance provider, a smarmy donor, a criminal seeking care, a family refusing treatment on religious grounds. Other players take the role of antagonizing characters. So. Uh, yeah, so you could all be antagonized uh, equally and gain expertise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We could be dealing with a stand-up comedy night that maybe wasn't taking place in a club like we expected, but actually in quite an important part of the hospital with a certain god doing their stand-up problematically. <laughs> we were all never right. told where the stand-up night was. Yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, yeah, actually, the entire staff is required to attend the Jolly Dream Gods uh, stand-up night in the uh, auditorium. Yeah, the the hospital is down to a skeleton crew. Uh, yeah, you are all required to attend. He is a big donor. I feel like it's like takes place in one of the surgical theaters. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He's just sort of bent down, screaming into it from the sky through a sky. Uh, they, they had to bring out the literal skeletons because uh, they can't even laugh because, you know, they don't. All right. Well, if all three of you are in there, I have to do three dad jokes. So, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. What's brown and sticky? A brownie. No. A stick. <laughs> <laughs> Broccoli? Broccoli? What happens if I boo a god? <laughs> uh, you, well, you realize that wasn't always a giant stalk of broccoli, right? <laughs> <laughs> Panicking. Yeah. You know, time flies like an arrow. But fruit flies like a banana. This is so funny. Ah. Uh, Dr. Fruitfly throws a clipboard on the ground and storms out, uh, deeply offended. Uh, Uh, Dr. Fruitfly! Why is it always hot in a corner of a room? Because the corner is 90 degrees. Uh, that, was a real, that was a good one yeah the uh, platonic shapes doctors really really liked that one um, uh, but wait uh, those uh, guys are all squares doctor 
uh, danger, drinks a potion of ventriloquism and <laughs> uh, centers it on uh, Dr. Uh, Centaur Necromancer, the Necroprancer, uh, and says, <laughs> why don't you make like a banana and split? Just to see what happens to the Centaur. <laughs> okay. Um... Uh, actually, that breaks the dam, and there's there's much booing. Uh, it's very, it's just blasphemous, is what it is, Doctor Broccoli. Uh, yeah, the giant green god. You're not so great. Oh yeah, <laughs> fine. You get up here and try it. Um, yeah, and then an angel comes down and does like a set on a liar. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Uh, and. <laughs> But uh, she's not a donor, so you guys can leave and get back to work. So, everyone gains medical expertise. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right, you're you're all refilled back up. Thank you, Dad Joke Generator. Finally, CNN did something worthwhile. Um, uh, uh, oh yeah, we need to do. We should try uh, Romberg's test. Um, that seems like a good move to me. Okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll do that. Um, so, um, Romberg was a mad alchemist, uh, in that he tried to turn gold into lead. And, uh, so the, the idea is we, um, take the patients, uh, we have the, the, uh, patient, uh, spit on a uh, medical grade sterilized uh, bar of gold, and uh, if it turns into uh, lead, then it's positive. So, uh, okay, you you walk in the room, uh, but it's actually set up like a like a PI's office now, and nearly all in black and white, and uh, there's Wendy's there sitting with her you know IV dripping into her. Behind her desk, with the the chair turned and a single desk lamp on, with a bunch of t- papers strewn across the the desk. When were you gonna tell me danger? Uh, tell you what? What kind of fool do you think I am? Um, I I I don't think you're a fool. I think you're you're. I mean, it's pretty impressive for a nine year old to become this jaded and cynical. Uh, uh, she she stands up and thrashes all the t- the papers, which are filled with cartoon and crayon drawings, onto the floor. Uh, I know it's Jubo Cookie, Doctor. Uh, your little Sphinx girlfriend uh, vibrated it at me. I deciphered her code. She holds up a wavelength categorized uh, on on her piece of paper. Why didn't you tell me? Well, we we it's that's not the entire picture. There's a complication. Um, we we I'm uh, a dead woman, and you know it. That's not true. And also, we have a necromancer on staff. We can we can. That's not really. Undead people live full unlives these days. It's not like. Um, anyways, can you just spit on this bar of uh, gold? Uh yeah, she does so emphatically. Uh, uh, and then Test. begins to wheeze and goes back to bed. Um, so that was uh, 
the the patient has discovered part of their diagnosis and progression is decreased by two. Oh no! Panic. Um, so. But that was a successful test. Uh, it is the the it's in the cerebellum. Ah yes. So, uh, you you know where you don't want a Japanese blood tree, uh, sucking the ghosts of dead uh, cells. Mm-hmm. You definitely don't want that in there. That is not where that goes. Maybe uh, the brain carrot was a bad move in this case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of shoved uh, it in there. It's normally so reliable. <laughs> uh, but uh, somebody made a promise to cure. Uh, and so that means whoever gets to cure the disease has to, of course, uh, have a, as you all know, scene explaining what the disease does, how it originates, and how it will be cured. So that'd be huge, Dr. Flex, since you could see through time, of course. Um, right. So, Jubilee Cerebellum, what, what does the textbook say about that? Give me a minute to check what the uh, DSM-666 says, and then I'll decide <laughs> if I'm going to use that. <laughs> um, shouldn't we call it Cerebral Jubakuki? <laughs> it could be. Okay. Uh, is there anywhere with information on what the things mean, or is that on me to just kind of... Oh, uh, we're adding that to the website soon. It All is right. not currently... Uh, I can give you what we currently have written. Just give me one second to pull it up. The book is done. I just haven't installed it all into HTML yet. Oh, no, I got it. Yeah, no, it is. It is in the uh, brain, obviously. Uh, The cerebellum. uh, Just tell me what it does. You don't have to be a doctor. That's the glory of this game. (laughs) Make it up. I see. No one's using this for medical advice. Yeah. You are familiar with the Jubokaki, a Japanese demon tree? Now, I can only think of one connecting B-plot to do with generally demonic trees infecting people that we've had in this episode. Tell me, what is your opinion on stand-up amateur comedy? (laughs) Are you you asking Wendy? I'm um, asking Wendy this. Uh, Oh, the filthiest of the filthy. Just degenerates. I go there to rouse informants. A few nights ago, I saw this jolly green giant up there. He was terrible. I booed him off the stage. Oh, you hubristic fool. Sorry, you're a patient. (laughs) I mean, oh, you poor thing. (laughs) All right. My God, It it was a crime. From the Jolly Green God in revenge for heckling. Uh, what a discovery. I had no idea. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Uh, anyway, how is it cured, Dr. Flex? Everyone in the team has to be involved in the cure. Okay. Um, in that case, the first thing we're going to need is uh, the Jolly Green Giant. That's what we've been calling the God, yes? Yeah. Um, to be distracted. Ideally, by one of the, one of their followers, so that they don't feel what is essentially a curse breaking. That's going to be critical because <laughs> if if a god finds out that you're trying to lift one of their curses, that is a bad day for everyone in a 25 kilometer vicinity. <laughs> in the meantime, we are going to need to 
Hmm. Does anyone else want to introduce an element of how we're going to cure this? Because I'm not sure oh, I'm going to rattle some well, cohesive off my head. Well, I've got this cursed diamond right here, and it can just uh, absorb multiple other curses. It's got it's got so much capacity. You can store so many curses in this bad boy. Slap the hood of the diamond. Yeah, slap the hood of the, yeah, the diamond. We need uh, a conduit from the diamond to the brain. Some kind of... Some kind of conduit of, I don't know, a similar vegetable... Ma- the carrot nose! The nose carrot! Nose carrot! Yeah. If we just... If, while the god is distracted, we screw this cursed diamond into the nose carrot, and you mm-hmm. use your general deal that you've got going on with the spooky things, I <laughs> yeah. reckon it just might work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, my, my alchemy, yes. I, I do have a doctorate in general spookiness. Thank you very much. <laughs> Your connection to the dungeon and to the people who gave you the spooky fucking diamond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, who is doing the um, distraction of the Jolly Green Giant? Uh, I'll do that. Yeah. Are you? You're betraying your god, Doctor Broccoli? No, I'm for merely medicine. Have, merely having a conversation. Oh, okay. Uh, what did you think of my show? Uh, it was it was pretty good, my lord. Um, <laughs> might might I suggest uh, perhaps getting to know your audience a little better before some of them? I saw some people storm out quite upset. Oh, uh, my material is avant garde. Uh, people don't understand it. Yeah, uh, maybe. Maybe, uh, no pun intended, but maybe go for a little more of the, the low-hanging fruit next time. Oh, hey, I wrote this screenplay! Do you want to read it? Um, yeah. You're distracting him. Um, what is the carrot, uh, diamond procedure that is being performed by Dr. Flex and, uh, Dr. Danger hurriedly under the distracted eyes of the Jolly Green God? Um, well, I pour a, uh, a magical oil on one end of the carrot uh, while it's near, while I'm holding the diamond next to it, and part of the carrot just kind of gradually transitions into uh, diamond. It, there's just it's like it looks very cool, becomes sort of crystalline and sort of uh, uh, connects to it like roots. So, ah, yes, failed philosopher stones number three thousand nine hundred seventy-seven. Carrot into diamond, a well-known. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a JoJo story arc, too. Carrot is unbreakable. (laughs) Yeah, Carrot is unbreakable. (laughs) Yeah. That's the name of this episode. (laughs) What are are you doing, Dr. Flex? Yeah. Um, Dr. Flex is... Hmm. Do you want to brag that you've discovered uh, Dr. Uh, Jolly Green God's plot after you've cured it? Yeah, that was what I was kind of leaning towards. I think the... Oh yeah, you could bring in the authorities, yeah. The procedure's well in hand, but we're going to need someone to kind of step in. Someone capable of dealing with this, not one of us three, to just take care of the god for a bit. So, I know Uh, we're not strictly in the uh, action phase, but yeah, some... Something along the lines of consulting, telling on the the green giant to a you know a bigger god. Okay, uh, what is the uh, god law enforcement agency that you are reporting him to? 
Uh, I am reporting him to um, Brian from <laughs> Divine Resources. <laughs> I am uh, right. yeah, I'm arranging the, the sacred forms, filling them in in triplicate, detailing the nature of the the complaint, one by one, casting them into the uh, the glowing black candle to lodge a complaint against the god. Yeah, you you fill out the forms impeccably. Uh, really, really dotted your eyes and crossed your T's. Um, and uh, so, yeah, as Doctor Brackley's distracting the Jolly Green God outside of the hospital, uh, a, a sort of dumpy uh, man with a mustache and a suit comes out of the hospital. Says, "Sir, sir, you cannot be here, sir. I'm afraid uh, we have a patient on the premises with a restraining order." Sir, and the doctor is like, hey, hey, I have rights. He's like, no, sir, I'm afraid. Please don't make me call the police. Uh, so there's sort of an awkward scene as a uh, a officiate and a civil servant sort of shoes away a 50-meter tall vegetable god with a clipboard. But he does leave the premises. And he, he will have a picture uh, next to the front desk saying he is not allowed back at the hospital. <laughs> Justice is done, and you have cured uh, Wendy Zephyr. Uh, she, she thanks all of you, uh, you know, spins the chamber of her revolver, uh, puts on her trench coat, and goes out into the pouring rain of the city, uh, smoking a non-medical cigarette, and followed by Sax, the guy who just plays noir saxophone tunes whenever she walks through the dark streets of night seeking justice. Um, all right, and that was a game of fam. So the, the last part of Phase Anatomy is called Scrubbing Out, which is totally original and has never been done before. Um, <laughs> and normally uh, what we do is we suggest a MVP for the session, and then they get to pick a song on their phone, and that is the montage to which our life-saving intrepid heroes leave a day of healing. So um, since we have taken over uh, Jess's podcast, I think uh, you should be able to pick the song we scrub out to. We're recording, so you're just going to have to give me a title so we can imagine it and we don't get copyright striked. But um, <laughs> okay. what song do we montage out of in this episode? Uh, in a love letter to the only medical drama that I've actually watched a lot of, Scrubs, our uh, Scrub Out song is going to be one of Colin Hayes' acoustic numbers, but instead of being Overkill, which was used in Scrubs, it is Colin Hayes' acoustic cover of da uh, Man Down Under, or whatever it's called. <laughs> Just because that's Scrubs. The... Interesting show. I've never heard of it. I've Scrubs. never seen an episode ever. Um, I'll have to check it out. But anyway, what does uh, Dr. Flex do as this uh, stirring acoustic song plays? Dr. Flex is back in her office. Uh, not her office, her... Um, she doesn't have an office, can't afford an office, not posh enough for an office. Back in the uh, staff communal lounge and is just very... Sadly, quietly, screwing the tops off all these different uh, hourglasses, refilling them back up with sand, because that's how these ones work. And just, just thinking about the day and 
snacking on a chip bag full of our hands. <laughs> another day, another patient saved. Got to get ready for tomorrow. Oh, man. Gluten-free hour hands are great. Nightmare uh, to get, but yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what are you doing, Dr. Danger? Uh, Dr. Danger uh, changes, well, uh, into uh, civilian clothing, which looks... It's like a different set of adventurous clothing. Um, but And uh, he goes out uh, accompanied by uh, Nurse Black Court Sphinx to the nearby uh, city park uh, where we're, there's a, you can see us talking and laughing. And when we get to there, there's a concert going on uh, in the park. And then I activate the psychic be- beacon. Uh, and then there's just a watch out of the park as every bird in the entire park just flees. There's just this mass uh, uh, swarm of birds all <laughs> screaming and hawking and fleeing terror. Yeah, uh, a, a darkening sky spiral of terrified birds envelops the city. It's yeah, but a so statuary. The nurse does not care for birds. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, and now birds do not care for her. Uh, it's it's so romantic. Um, <laughs> uh, you and everyone and meteorological satellites notice that, uh, Doctor Broccoli. So, what are you doing, Danger? <laughs> I am actually at the same park. Mm. Um, <clears throat> taking, uh, I am <laughs> trying to blend in with the trees to hide <laughs> as a, and I am watching <laughs> Danger and Nurse Sphinx, and I am sitting there saying, just muttering to myself, Damn you, Dr. Danger, she will be mine. <laughs> <laughs> all right and we'll have to see how that plays out in the next episode of phase anatomy so uh thanks for playing that was a blast i enjoyed it. thank you so much for running that for us i had an absolutely incredible time as our listeners can surely tell and thank you to ross and Baz for joining us that was absolutely fantastic if you would like to play this game for yourself you know where to do it there is a link to the kickstarter in the description at the time of this episode airing, there's about 10 days left, 7 to 10 days left on the Kickstarter. Um, yeah, and the, the book is done. The book is done, so if you back it, you will get it as soon as the Kickstarter uh, finishes and clears. So, uh, Am I right in saying that people playing this game will have access to the website we've been using to run it, or is that just one of your internal tools? Uh, yes, we will be giving everyone access to that as well uh, once the Kickstarter clears. Um, we're just not releasing it yet because we have some stretch goals to make it look mm. even better. Um, we want to optimize it for mobile. So if um, you ever go to a con again, you can uh, just play it on your phone, like in a hotel lobby with, with like a kind of a pickup game. Um, so yeah, we have a lot of plans over on the Kickstarter. So we'll see what actually gets done, but um, you'll be able to do what we did here uh, as of, uh, a week or so after the Kickstarter meets on the 28th. Yeah, I want to note that this is really, really impressive having this site as a resource. Super usable, super readable. Um, I haven't run into any issues using it other than the fact that I haven't actually read the game rules. Um, yeah, 100% recommend checking this out. Links are in the description. Uh, Caleb, is there anything else you would like to point our dearest listener towards? Uh, no, just uh, I'm going to focus on phase anatomy for now. So thank you for listening. I appreciate it.
All right. Uh, Ross, how about yourself? Uh, yeah, patreon.com slash RPPR for uh, role-playing public radio's uh, bonus podcast. We I actually just did a bonus podcast with Caleb where we did a parody of a true crime podcast, except it's set in Arkham, and we're looking at all these weird things that ha- happened in Arkham, and uh, what what could possibly explain all these people disappearing? Uh, so look up uh, Arkham Cold Cases. Uh, it's on, on our Patreon. It's very silly. Um <laughs> Lovely stuff. And how about yourself, Baz? Um, I have a Twitch channel that I stream on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you want to uh, share the handle. Yeah, uh, I stream under the name Future Wolfington. Uh, I haven't, I've been taking a bit of, uh, about a two-week break for recharge because being on the internet wears me down, but uh, I'll be hitting that back up next week. Well, Whatever next week is, uh, Monday, (laughs) yeah, sometime. I by the time you listen to this, I will be probably back on on a regular schedule. So, lovely stuff. Um, all right, I think that is everything. Thanks once again to Caleb, to Ross, and to Baz for joining us. This has been more like guidelines, and I have absolutely no idea what next week's episode is going to be. Isn't that fun? All right. Uh, Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Bye. Bye.